With big love. Good morning. You're listening to Matt and Vicky. It's Radio Newark across Newark and Lincolnshire. Six minutes past eight. Thank you for your company. Always a pleasure. And we've made it to the middle of the week. Yes, it's Wednesday. Happy hump day to you and you and you and you and you. Can you believe it? Wednesday. Now, the good news is we're very excited this morning. Oh, we are indeed. We've got a special guest joining us here on the show, and we genuinely could not be more excited. We're already pretty pumped about this year's Newark Festival 2018. I just use the word pumped. Pumped, well done pumped. you. Wow. You're quite proud of that, I'm aren't you? i tick that off on my list of things I'll that I've done what, now. i tell you between pumped and merch, you're on it this year, aren't you? I certainly am. I'm so young. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so relatable with the younger audience. <laughs> Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen, the 80s icon that is Lamal. Good morning. Woo! Good morning, guys. Not too shy to call you. Oh, Excellent. nice. See what you've done Brilliant. there. Good morning. Oh, good morning. <laughs> thank you for joining us. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's nearly summer or it is summer and and the nights are long and may is my favorite month don't you just love may it's fantastic it puts us in such a great mood when the weather is brilliant isn't it i love this country when it's like this and i hate it in november and january seems to have been a long old winter doesn't it but hopefully it's over now we're seeing some signs of summer so we're in a good mood and of course talking to some of the uh, the new york festival is coming to town yes could you arrange some sun for saturday june the 16th please we put that request in so fingers yeah. crossed fingers crossed <laughs> we've got a couple of favors still owing with the uh, with the met office so we'll call one in and see what we can get sorted yes Absolutely. Uh, Lamar, what have you been up to in recent weeks? Recent weeks, um, I played, uh, on New Year's Eve, I played to 120,000, repeat that, 120,000 people, live audience. Wow. uh, To a a televised event in in Poland. And then, uh, in stark contrast to that, on the 14th of February, Valentine's night, uh, my manager received a request for me to perform at Sion House, which is this beautiful kind of National Trust-type property in West London. And I said to him, how many people are going to be at the party? And he said, just the two. Just, just the, the two? two. So I went from playing to 120,000 people to just two people. Oh, wow. <laughs> what Do you have a preference in terms of, obviously, who you play to, kind of numbers-wise? What, what do you feel happier with? Oh, boy. Um, no, I mean, it, it would just be crazy to try to preempt that. Just a good audience is, is nice. I mean, I always say, if you can't have a great gig on New Year's, <laughs> you know, or, or the special events, then, you know, it's time to leave the business. But um, a festival, summer, a big day out, um, and then, of course, not nostalgic, massive nostalgic memories for people associated with this music, you know, it should, it should be good. As we all know, your songs are so, so catchy. It must be such a great feeling when people are singing your songs to back to you when you're on stage. Oh, absolutely. When those... Uh, actually, the intro to Too Shy is very long. It's like 40 seconds, which is perfect for guys like you to talk over. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, when, when the intro starts and they recognise those first few bars, I get the beaming smiles and the clapping along and the energy. You know, it's such a great job that I've got, going around the world, making people feel great for three and a half minutes. let's just talk about too shy for a minute how did that song come about it was written in a council flight in Leighton Buzzard I was living with the bass player and his girlfriend 
And I'd moved up from London, so committed. I left London to live in Leighton Buzzard. <laughs> and uh, at the time, Nick was a, uh, well, a dustman. They're not called that now. What do they call that? Called probably something with a slightly better politically correct term. But um, we, we slowly, all the band, uh, left their jobs. The drummer worked in a birthday card factory and... Um, I forget what the other two guys did off the top of my head. But yeah, we just we just took that risk, that jump. We left our work and we dedicated about 12 months to writing uh, songs. And then I met the keyboard player from Duran Duran in a nightclub in London and everything changed. <laughs> and it just kind of took off from there? He took our cassette into EMI Records and we got signed. And then, of course, uh, he co-produced the first album with their producer, and um, the rest is history, as they say. Just brilliant. Now, one of the other big songs, of course, that people will be expecting you to perform is going to be The Never-Ending Story. Mm-hmm. I watched a video recently on YouTube of you singing that quite recently. Yeah. Uh, and what, what was amazing was, uh, I mean, it's always great, but live music always sounds different. You know from the pre-recorded version, you know, the record that we play on the radio? Yeah. It always sounds slightly different and, and how course. it's done. And again, sort of years later when people do it, people's voices change slightly. Yeah. Listening to you singing that, it had changed in the slightest ah well thank you um well that's because i've looked after myself um i do think i do think my voice is slightly different but uh and it's a high song you know it was quite a challenge for me when i flew to munich to record that song with the legendary producer georgia Moroda who is italian but lived near the german border and he'd recorded all those massive hits with donna summer at his studio in Munich, which was uh, quite close by. Um, I was nervous, and I got there that day, and it's about two in the afternoon. I think typically at 23 years old, I'd been up all night partying. I was smoking, <laughs> drinking alcohol, and, and these notes at the top of the song, I was, just too, I was just too tired to get them. And I wasn't phased. I mean, I was so young, and I just had a number one record around the world, and I just thought, yeah. I can do anything. I can even sing high notes when I've had no sleep. <laughs> <laughs> did we you think at the time that that song would be anything, you know, like the success it was? Not at all, and neither did the record company. Um, I remember my manager at the time, Billy Gaff, an Irish guy with a, a strong temper, was on the phone to Peter Jameson, the managing director of EMI Records, and he was saying to him with various expletives in, in his Irish accent, do you come to Germany with me and you watch that movie and you tell me it's not a goddamn hit and da 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 and I will pay for your flight and that's what happened. Peter Jameson flew to Germany, he saw the film and then they got involved in the project but initially when they heard that song they, they weren't sure and you this is a common story as you know, a record companies turned down the Beatles etc. Other things as well that you've uh, obviously uh, 2003 saw a bit of a, a, a reunion with the band, uh, yeah. didn't become a permanent thing, is, is that something that may be on the cards at, uh, at some point? Actually I would love it, you know. I think you get more nostalgic as you get older. I'm, I'm 60 this year, and, uh, you know, I, those memories with the guys are, will always be special. And so if they rang me tomorrow and said, you know, let's do something, I think I'd be there for sure. Last week on the show, I have to tell you this, we did our own, we, we had a county show here, and they were looking at alternative food sources. You'll see where this is going in a second. So we did a, uh, a Bush Tucker trial on the show where literally we were eating everything from sort of locusts to uh, giant water bugs. We've got scorpions, all sorts. 
So just out of interest, how, how did you find I'm a Celebrity? Because, I mean, it was November 2012 that you were a part of it? Well, I was voted out second. I, 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 hardly, I hardly got my feet on the ground and I was voted off. I was gutted all that way to Australia. <laughs> and uh, it was... I didn't get to eat anything weird. I mean, I just came out very thin. I was absolutely starving the whole time. Um, but... You know, it was it was a great experience, and um, you know, I'm glad I was part of it. I imagine the backhand of that is you got longer to spend in the luxurious hotel that you get put up in afterwards, which is always a bonus. Yeah, that <laughs> was very nice, absolutely. And of course, it's a beautiful part of the world. They've just had the Winter Olympics there, haven't they? It's fantastic, and it's weird because I was watching the news, thinking, "Yeah, I know that. I've walked down that street. Yeah, I was I was walking along the beach there. Yeah, it was." No, it was, uh, you know, it was a great experience and life is about the journey and the experience that we all have. And no, I'm, I'm proud and I'm glad that uh, I experienced it. So just to, just to confirm, it is Newark Festival. It's the 16th of June you're coming to see us. A fantastic lineup. I mean, we've got Go West with vocalist Peter Cox. We've got Kim Wilde. We've got The Fizz. We've got Nick Hayward. We've got Marty Pello. And of course, we've got yourself. We are beyond excited. It's a great lineup. Have you performed with any of these guys before? Most of them, yeah. We meet, you know, these, these, these 80s events around the world. You know, I, I could be literally in Timbuktu and I'll bump into, you know, Nick Haywood or whoever. <laughs> um, when, I, when I toured Australia in 2016, I was with Katrina from Katrina and the Waves and Berlin, who sang that other great Georgian Rhoda hit, you, you Take My Breath Away from Top Gun. Yeah. And... Um, do you remember a song called Safety Dance? Men Without Hats. Men Without Hats is a Canadian act, and he was on that tour as well. So you, it's great. And then, of course, now with technology, we all keep in touch, and we've got WhatsApp groups or whatever it is. You know, it's fantastic. No, it's, it's part of the fun, and you meet people. And at these events, there's always, you know, time to chat and hang out the green area or whatever it's called and uh, we swap stories and oh did you know so and so and we use that bass player oh no oh did you go to that recording studio oh blah 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 it's great so guys I'm, I'm going to be on stage at two o'clock following Bucks Fizz and um, that's nice because you know I used to be in a band with Mike Nolan from Bucks Fizz um, before my first band and so it'd be nice to see Mike. We've not seen him for a while, but we have kept in touch for 30 years. Lamar, thank you so much for taking the time out to talk to us this morning. Oh, it's been a pleasure, guys. Much appreciated. Look after yourself, stay safe, and we'll, of course, see you on Saturday the 16th of June here in Newark for the festival. I shall look forward to my meet and greet with you on Saturday the 16th. We look forward Vicky, to seeing you. Vicky and Matt, thanks a lot, guys. Thank All you. the best. Thanks. Bye. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Waking up Newark and Lincolnshire.